0: Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. Welcome to Spiritual Thinking, I'm Dr. J.A. Jones. How you doing everyone? I want to talk about something that is so important in our society. Good day, good morning, good evening, good night, good afternoon, and God's blessing upon you. Thank you for being with me today. We're going to encourage you in the area of women, women veterans, women veterans, their strength and their struggle. The importance of understanding what they go through. Now, I am a full-blood male. I am not a woman. I am a man. So I cannot connect or relate to what they're going through. But I can be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. So my thought today as it relates to mental health maintenance is why women veterans are more likely than civilian women to commit suicide. There's an article on the Military Times that I found that I thought was very interesting. We're gonna talk about an organization here shortly, but I wanna give you some information about that particular statement. Why women veterans are more likely than civilian women to commit suicide. We're definitely gonna try to give you some spiritual solutions to this real problem. Now, the Women in the Military Service to America Memorial, the only national museum honoring military women, celebrated its 15th anniversary on October the 20th. Now, this is kind of a few years back, 2012. After four years on active duty, a person by the name of Amy left the Army and moved back to her hometown. However, she struggled to find her tribe. At work, she was told her handshake was too strong, it was too firm, and lectured about how her direct communication style made her coworkers uncomfortable. Now, at her local VFW bar, the men stopped talking, and then they began to stare at her and her attempts to connect were met with awkward silences. A few other attempts to connect with the veteran community saw her, and they kind of looked at her differently. Now, she was feeling kind of displaced. In both civilian settings and veteran settings, she said, I was weird. She recalls she explored some of the newer veteran services organizations called VSOs, but most failed to include childcare or weren't kid friendly. Amy was a single parent, so she mentally crossed those options off her list to do. She stayed lonely and slowly sank into a deep depression. The very word veteran calls to mind the image of a man, particularly a male combat veteran. However, there are more than 2 million women veterans in the United States today. And the women veterans are the nation's fastest growing veteran population. Unfortunately, the unique population, many of whom have deployed during the past 18 years, rarely benefit from the traditional trappings of the hero return home. Invisible veterans, Mm -hmm. that's what it's called, someone by the Prager Publishing, outlines what happens for better and worse. When women veterans like Amy return home and begin the long uh, reintegration process My co-editor and I assembled the latest research along powerful personal stories to paint a comprehensive picture of the return of these largely invisible veterans and in doing so, discovered that in many ways, challenges and health risks for women veterans are significantly greater than those facing their male counterparts. Now, this is a powerful article from the military times stories like Amy's are common young veterans in general women specifically often report they feel unwelcome in the very places created to support service members while on active duty many women veterans work to hide their differences out of fear of visibility they work to blend in with their male counterparts and try to mask issues like traumatic stress, domestic violence, and substance use. Many male veterans also experience these issues, but are more likely to seek help and to find resources on their other side, on the other side of it. As women continue to move in civilian world, existing challenges are compounded by the limited services and care systems, both nonprofit and government available to women. Women veterans also report that they leave the military with less of a very important factor. Here's a few of them. Social support. Social support provides astonishing protective health benefits to include lowered stress, hormones, lowered risk of suicide, And better overall physical health now here's the next point why leaving the military is harder for female vets social alienation on the other hand is even more dangerous to your health than smoking according to this article it leads to increased level of stress hormones and when they're elevated too long You may begin to have difficulty communicating, displaying empathy, or engaging in high-level thinking. All of these things make connecting with others even more challenging and your isolation can easily become self-perpetuating, particularly for women veterans. That the combination of invisibility and isolation combined to create deadly consequences post-service. For instance, women veterans are 1.8 times more likely than civilian women to commit suicide. That is a tragic, it's a tragedy for sure. And women who do not use VA services have seen a 98% increase in suicide rates. My goodness, that's not good. Not good at all. Now, to us, the number are more than just statistics. Behind them lie hard-wrenching stories after hard-wrenching story. Now, the invisible veterans, this is just crazy, right? As you're listening to this information from militarytimes.com. That's where I got this article from. Here's another part of this article. It talks about other things and how and what veterans deal with today. Now, let me move on down the article here. Even today, years after leaving the military, we find ourselves still searching for a place in a society that is simultaneously praising veterans while unconsciously ignoring women. That's incredible, right? How can that be? But it's so true. What does it mean to go from being the most visible Marine to the most invisible veterans? Here's a woman that was in the Marines. Now she's a civilian. We're hearing her story. How does a woman make the transition successfully? That's a question. These are the questions we sought to answer through invisible veterans wow what a great article what a great one researching women veterans here we go the research and stories we compiled illustrate the fact that women veterans share many of the exact same concerns of our male colleagues however transition is made more difficult by the lack of services and social support we find as we depart the service the good news is that resilience can be taught. And our work illuminated many success stories. That is so true. You can be resilient as a woman, as a a woman veteran. And it can be taught. There's ways to mitigate all of the bad experiences that you have had in the military as well as now you're civilian. When learned of women leveraging, we learn of women, we learn this of women leveraging a unique formula of social support, spirituality, and self-care to overcome their sense of isolation. That is so true. A group does matter. Being connected to a local organization, a church, a family, people that care about you, people that have been through what you've been through. We Women must get social support. Everybody needs it spirituality. I love the point here one principle in the Bible says that we should come together and once we come together as a group as a community we encourage one another we bear one another's burdens we pray for one another we love one another we support one another and we we empathize or we sympathize whichever one is appropriate with one another to encourage each other in self-care to be able to overcome the issues of the past how important that is today now these women often often go on to become leaders in business government and local communities and to thrive through challenging times we also discovered that those hoping to reach women veterans must acknowledge that many veteran women's do not feel like current efforts are effective. For example, unavailability of childcare is often an insurmountable barrier to participation in a program or service, particularly since women are more likely to be the primary caregivers to dependent children. Women veterans who have experienced trauma may be less likely to participate in a mixed sex settings. Instead an offering that includes a single sex environment is more likely to see participation. Wow how true that is. Now making services and programs as effective for female veterans as it is for male veterans is a leadership challenge however the effort can succeed if prioritized without a doubt i true i truly believe it in that i definitely do government agency nonprofits, communities of faith academic institutions and companies all have a role to play we must be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem Now the CDC reports this, it's just a general uh, compiling of information here, but still it's relevant to the moment. The CDC says, more than half of the people who die by suicide did not have a known mental health condition. Some of the factors contributing to suicide include relationship problems, a crisis in the past, or something that's getting ready to happen a meeting a firing losing a job financial problems physical health problems problematic problematic substance abuse criminal or legal problems or you could have lost your house and you could be a homeless woman vet that's a big problem in our society so we got to realize that it is nothing new but it's still Relevant to today that we need to address these issues as it relates to Women veterans. I'm a veteran myself. I've served my country in the military for 25 years So I've served alongside of many women in the military Women are important in our society if you are listening to this and you are a woman You are important You are a woman veteran You have served your country. I don't care if it's five years, three years, or 25 or 30 years. You are vital to our society. I am here to give a voice to your situation, to what has happened and what could happen. Now, let me give you a biblical principle. Now, there's many that have passed away by suicide in the Bible. Judas, most of us are aware of him. He hung himself because he betrayed Jesus, for 30 pieces of silver, the Bible said in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 27. Because he betrayed innocent blood. You know, money would do something to people. Money is doing a lot of bad things. The problem is not money, but the problem is the love of money is the root of all evil. People put together organizations, but not really helping people. That really need the help. They're not searching for it. And when the organization comes to a government organization or state or city, they just overlook them. Maybe because of the gender, because these are women, or because these are minorities, or however people look at it. But people need help. Now one person in the Bible by the name of Paul, in the book of Acts chapter 16, I think it's verse 27 and 28, He was getting ready to get released by the hand of God from a jail cell. But the jailer was getting ready to commit suicide and Paul said, don't harm yourself. I am not running away. God delivered me, but still, I don't want you to kill yourself. And that's what this message today or however you're listening to it or whenever you're listening to it, it's all about. It's not time and it's never a time to take your own life you have a purpose God has a plan for your life you are not a problem you are a solution to many others that is going through the same problem you're going through so don't take your life don't throw in the towel don't give in I don't care what has happened you may have uh, been in a divorce or somebody may have broke up with you a girlfriend or a boyfriend you are special You are bigger than the problem you're going through. You're bigger than what has happened to you. Hang in there. Stay with it. Help is not on the way. Help is here. You are special. I know where you are today, but God knows where you are. Now, I want to talk about, as we move forward, I'm getting very connected with what the topic is because it's important for us to understand what's happening how women veterans are struggling. Here's a, a moment that I wanted you to listen to today because it talks about this particular organization, Zahara Veterans Network. The founder and executive director is Helena Pugh. Now, she was being interviewed on Buzz TV. It's only about four minutes, so I want you to listen to it just for a moment, okay? And then I'm gonna come right back and then we'll finish this particular message today, which is vital as it relates to women, veterans, and their struggles, their strengths, and the solutions.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Buzz on Veterans. I'm Jeff Schuford, your host. We have another influential business owner in Northeast Florida that's doing some phenomenal work for our veterans. Helena Pugh, thanks for joining us today on the Buzz on Veterans.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: With the Zahara Veterans Network, I know that you're impacting the lives of a demographic that's not focused on. Uh, Can you share with us that demographic and the solutions you provide to help that demographic?
2: Yes, so female veterans represent about 2 million of all American citizens. The state of Florida has a little over 154,000. In our area of northern Florida has more than 20,000 female veterans in a concentrated area. We actually have the highest concentration of female veterans within the state of Florida. So what we do is we kind of host, well, we host monthly programs called the Lioness Link-Ups, and those programs are to give them access and information about programs that already exist to assist them. We also try and keep them encouraged because the rate of suicide is so high within the female veteran community.
1: You know, that's interesting. I know the 22 veterans commit suicide a day. That's why we developed our Vets 22 app, Mm -hmm. but it's not really focused on the female veterans that are committing suicide. What are some of the obstacles that female veterans are having transitioning out of the military?
2: Well, it's great that you mentioned that. In our upcoming Lioness Summit, we're gonna host a 25-minute segment of a film called Long Journey Home. And it really talks about the challenges that female veterans have transitioning from active military service into the veteran community. So when you talk about suicide within the female veteran community, um, we are 250% more likely than a civilian female to commit suicide. Um, And female veterans are committing suicide, not just the ones who are under the age of 50, but those who are over the age of 50. So when you look at the rate of female veterans uh, committing suicide it's all the way across the board and anytime you have adult women who are over 50 years of age committing suicide that tells us we have a problem within our community and a problem that we should be addressing because typically women over the age of 50 don't commit suicide
1: absolutely it's it's impactful what you're doing How has your military experience uh, caused you to run such a successful organization can you share the drive you learned from the military that has the passion that you're, you're injecting into this demographic, just so profound?
2: Well, you know, you say the drive, but actually we always say people are born to be Marines and then you're made into Marines. So I actually had eight years in the corporate environment before I went into the Marine Corps, so I entered the Marine Corps as an officer. And then that officer training, we're the only branch of services that has what's called the basic school, which is a six month school that is very similar to uh, an MBA program or an advanced degree program that teaches you to make quick decisions and be responsible for your decisions, even after you've made them, even if you haven't made them the right decision you're taught to accept responsibility for your decisions and then adjust you know we're marines so we're improvising adjust and adapt
1: uh, i'm an army vet i don't agree with all that stuff <laughs> but army right i, I don't agree with everything
2: ain't I, ready for the marines yet, i don't A-R-M-Y. agree with
1: everything she just stated I, I, I can't validate that but thank you for your service and what you're doing is impactful and profound mm-hmm. how can our audience get a hold of you and and can also refer other female vets to you.
2: Okay, so connect with us on our website. It's zvetnet.org. This March 16th and 17th, we'll be hosting a two-day summit specifically for female veterans. It's called the Lioness Summit. Also, if you are a female veteran and you're in the Northern Florida area, consider signing up for our Lioness Odyssey program. That's where we're gonna mentor those over 50 with those under 50 uh, with you guys learning how to first speak within each other so that then your voice will become stronger and you'll start speaking to the whole veteran community because right now our silence is killing
1: us well i know a perfect place to speak would be vets for vets
2: yes come to vets for Vets. we are always at vets for vets every single quarter when they host an event you'll see us there we have a table and it's so important to come out during that time because not only are you getting information for yourself but you're getting the opportunity to network with and communicate with other veterans and that's really important
1: absolutely thank you for joining us today on the buzz on veterans thanks for having me phenomenal For another segment, I'm Jeff Schuford, your host. Make sure you go check out Helena and everything that they're doing at the Zahara Veteran Network. It's, It's just phenomenal work that they're doing in the community. And make sure you tell any other female veterans that are in need or not in need to link up because they need to be connected as well.
0: What a great interview on Buzz TV with Helena Pugh, founder and executive director of Zahara Veterans Network, Inc. Now here's some information that I got from their website as it relates to the facts about their organization. They're there to raise the voice of women veterans. Their mission is to connect women military service members and veterans to each other and resources that are beneficial, practical, and relevant. The vision is this, they serve as the unique needs of women veterans, and we are on a mission to improve the way America sees us. We will collaborate with corporations and government agencies to connect women veterans to programs and services that meet their needs and encourage them to increase their presence at veterans events. Here's some national facts about women veterans. Now, approximately, 21 million living veterans nationwide. 21 million living veterans nationwide. Close to 2 million are women. Women veterans are the fastest growing segment of the veteran community. They are projected to increase about 18,000 women per year for the next 10 years. The suicide rate among women veterans has consistently increased since 2006. Women veterans are more than 250% more likely than civilian women to commit suicide. The number all homeless veterans who were women in 2017 increased by 7%. Now that's a sad statistic. The number all homeless veterans who were women in 2017 increased by 7%. Facts about women veterans in Florida: The state of Florida has the second-largest women veteran population, with more than 140,000 women veteran res- residents. Northeast Florida, Baker County, Clay, Nassau, and Saint Johns has the largest concentration of women veterans within the six, within the states. In other words, Zahara Veterans Network Inc. is the only member-based organization open to all branches of the united states military in the north florida area with a focus solely on women's services members and veterans that's their focus Women service members and veterans the programs services they host monthly events or meetings for women's service members and veterans in the north east florida area held the first event in the Orange Park community focused specifically on women veterans. Refer veterans to programs and services throughout our network referral application. They provide information through private social media groups. My goodness, there's a lot going on here that they have done. I wanna encourage you to participate, subscribe to Zahara, Veterans Network like their page subscribe to the YouTube their Facebook whatever social media platform they're on, Instagram Facebook YouTube Google LinkedIn look for their platform I'm going to attach their information in the notes here today in the description so you'll be able to get a hold of them but let's encourage each other men and women but this platform today is definitely about mental health maintenance that's what I'm calling out calling it today and the subtitle is women veterans struggle but also they're strong and there are solutions that they are providing especially this zahara veterans network so they're doing a great work in the community they're doing a lot of good work for people mostly that cannot speak up for themselves and they're interceding or speaking up for other women veterans as the representative spoke in our church recently about this particular organization, which she did a great job. So they're they're all about veterans, but also I'm pretty sure they're families as well. But stick with this organization and I'll see you the next time because what God has called us to do, you and I, we are a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success Now if you enjoyed this podcast you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.